What up and welcome to another episode of the Road to Victory podcast. I'm your host, Ant Diggity. Today we got some superstars in the building. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel some, the love already. Some superstars in the building. I got my sisters in the building. We got the host of Real Life Real Views. Real Life Real Views podcast. We're in the building. Yes. We have Nels Love and A. Smith in the building. You. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you. Right, right back at you. Right back at you. How you feel? How you feel? How we feeling today? How was the weekend? The weekend was very, very productive. Yes. Thank you for you know supporting us and coming on our podcast. Even though we supposed to do yours first. Right. I'm glad you still came. We had to cancel your shit at the last minute, but you <laughs> still good. showed love. So you know we back. I appreciate you coming out here. Um. I had to park 15 blocks away, but we ain't going to talk about it. Hey. But we had to do what we had to do. But I agree with Nels. It was definitely a productive weekend. But that's where we could start. We could start there. Like, for me, I I just wanted to, you know, start getting uncomfortable, you know, start doing things that I want. If it was up to me and I, I'm left at my own devices... Like, I would just stay in the bed all day mm-hmm. until I have to, until I absolutely have to get out the bed. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, you know. I know uh, yesterday was hard for you. Yeah. So, it's like, all right, all right. Let's focus on getting out the house, go seeing loved ones, being productive and stuff like that. Because that, that's why we're here for. We build, we here to build, like, um... Fuel, so we could go out on empty. Right. So, right. So we could start with like talking about being uncomfortable. Why is it so important to like not be comfortable all the and time? Complacent. So I could tackle this one real quick because my week, my listen, my year has been very, very fucking hard. We could curse on here, right? No, nah, <laughs> no, no. My week has been very hard. Curse so, it's regular words. I don't think curses are bad, but I will do my best um, to stay PG. So, I struggle with pushing myself and getting out the bed and not letting my depression take over me. So, today, my left brain was like, don't go. <laughs> let's let's reschedule again. <laughs> but I knew I had to, you know, push myself and get here and return the favor and support you, and you know, not let my my partner down. Right, she be on time for everything. Yeah, I be ready, but I probably had my left brain doing the same thing Yo. <laughs> because it was a long day. Before today, so I right. feel like uh, if I could just get a little bit more sleep, we could reschedule later or whatever. <laughs> but with what you're saying, with being uncomfortable, I must say that I've been learning to do that because I really, when it's scheduled, I really like to just go when it's scheduled. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Rather than not go. That uncomfortable shit is real, though. Yeah, it's real. Like, like I used to just time it so much to the T that if somebody asked me for something to do spare of the moment, I can't do it because mm. I feel like that was how to... It wasn't. It, it wasn't what I was supposed to right. do, so I don't want to do it. And I probably could have just did it, but I'm like, nope. In my head, I yeah. said I was doing A, B, C, and right. D wasn't there. So sometimes I do D now. 
Yo, and that's, my, that's uncomfortable. On my way here, so I'm listening to the radio, and it was a you know clip of a an interview, and um, they were asking this female like what kind of men she's into, and then she said she's into someone who isn't lazy. Mm. And when you're around a lazy person, you become lazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, shit, that's been my life for the past few years. Yo. Like, Damn, like, because I I used to be so much more driven. Like, I'm still doing my thing now, but I feel like I could be doing so much more. Right. And then I'm thinking about my last relationship, and I'm like, damn, I became this bitch. I became her, son. Damn. And that's why it's so important to... To have that them people around you, like uh, I watch a lot of battle rap, and one of one of the bars, one of the artists just said, "You a star, we love you the way you are, but I love you enough to not leave you the way you are." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so that was like, you know what I'm saying? What who's around you and yeah, stuff like that? That shit is real. And yo, when she said that shit, like I was in that relationship five years, right? Yeah. But when she said that shit on my way here. I was like, yo, I've been beating myself up for, you know, like, I, for a reason, like, because I know this isn't me. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out, like, why could I not get myself out of this space? Mm. And I figured that shit out on the way here. So good thing I came out. D- yo, that's, that's crazy. Good. That's crazy. I could not figure that shit out. Like, yo, I, yo, I know I'm not this person. Like, right. wait, like, how can I find myself? Like, what happened? But but you see what he said about the battle rap? What do you think about that part where he say where he said I won't leave you this way? So so for instance, let's refer to when he was on our podcast and I said um I'm going to keep pushing him. Mm-hmm. Right? I I see like we're well, not just him any you know anybody. Mm-hmm. I see so much more for my friends, for people around me. I push 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 because I see the bigger picture, the, the bigger picture that you can't see, right? I know you're going to be great. So I push you to do that. I'm not going to leave you where you are. So when he said his meaning behind fantastic and only improving, I said focus on the fantastic part cuz you're you're constantly improving but you're not celebrating. I will not leave you the way I am. The way you are. Right. The way and that's I am. a that's a tough job though. That's a tough job because is is it's really still waiting for that person to feel how they how you feel about them about themselves. Right. Right. And it might take them some time. Like you said, you do see the picture for them yeah. mm-hmm. and the greatness in them. But if they really don't get to that point where they see it for themselves, mm-hmm. they're gonna be staying in that but as a true friend, I'ma still keep pushing. It's Nigga, hard though. Bet you better block my number. <laughs> you, once you're stuck in your own you, mind, but, yeah, and yo, then that they, could piss you off as a friend though. That pisses you off. I, like I, I know, I'm I'm so stubborn. Like <laughs> like Nels could t- she have to tell me stuff a thousand times. But but like um, I when I sh- on a thousand times I when like, I, I when I, I, I sh- when I told him about the mic like. <laughs> However long ago when he first started, <laughs> he would not listen. But the mics we're on now are not the mic he started, he started with. with. Right, right. But I kept telling him, right, even him. though he wasn't listening, <laughs> I kept telling him. And I said, I don't give a fuck if you get pissed off. Get some better mics. All right, Jay. First of all, that's a horrible impression <laughs> of me. 
<laughs> Yo, like even I when I came here February. Yeah. Yeah, I came here February, and I saw that fucking mic, and I'm like, this motherfucker. Like, like, still there. Yo, and I'm, I'm like, yo, you ready? You ready? <laughs> like, I ain't doing no podcast on that mic. You gotta upgrade that. Yo. Nah, but to go back to what you said, I think that we all need that, that boost, that little inspiration. Yeah. Because, like you said, you know, I had the same thing. I'm like, damn, is she come? Is she don't come? You know, I had on the left side of the brain the same thing. Right. But I, I realized it's like going to the gym. The hardest thing is getting out the bed. It's right, yep. yeah. Th- that is the hardest thing. You like, yeah. I, right, I'm gonna wake up and go to the gym. I tell myself that. Sh- I tell myself and that all the time. Yeah. Other stuff. But if I go to the gym, I could cook, and I gotta cook for the week, or Yo. I can do this, or yeah. I can do that, and then don't go to oh, the no. gym. Oh no, I'ma just lay here five more minutes. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and then never go. But yo, the thing I started practicing, I started, and I, you can attest to this, Jay Nels. Like as soon as the thought come to my mind, I just. All right, let's act on it. Yeah. Act on it. Whether we out or whether we drinking yeah. or hanging out, as soon as it comes to my mind, I'm like, all right, bomb. It might be inappropriate. It might be appropriate. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. You just do it. You just do it and see where the wind blows. Exactly. exactly. Let's see what happens later on. <laughs> Stuff of the repercussions. So staying on this subject, um, do y'all think that Success greatest enemy is success, and I give you a little backstory. Y'all seen the movie Three Hundred? I didn't. No. This is Sparta. You never seen it? Nah. All right, so I, I can't. mean, I saw clips and shit of that, but you know, <laughs> really not into that. So, so in the movie is is about like this great army in Greece, right? And they're going against the Roman Empire, and um, one of the soldiers. He, he, they told him not to bring his son. His son is too young. So when they went to war, they won the war. And the youngest son started celebrating, right? And then the enemy chopped his head off. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> success, That's... greatest enemy is success. Uh... Let me ask you a question, right? I'm, I'll right. answer your question. But. How's she going to ask me a question? Because <laughs> a question it, it, over it, my question. Because it, it just... <laughs> like you said, you got to act on it when you think about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that scenario, is... Can you compare that to why you don't celebrate your accomplishments? Oh, you trying to hit home. Came for you. <laughs> Welcome to Real Life Reviews. That was a great question or the question, though. <laughs> why I don't celebrate my... I, you know what? I, I tell you, let's let's talk about it. The Ellen, right? When as soon as I got, as soon as like it aired, you know, I had my uncle call me in tears, like, "Yo, man, you don't know how much this means, you know, you you lost your uncle." He said, "You lost your uncle, man. Your mom's raising five, six of y'all. You know, you you had it tough and all this and all of that. And then the way the way." My family was so happy, and and the t- all the tears and stuff like that. I I didn't want to lose that feeling, you know. Okay. I wanted them to be not just proud of me, but I wanted them to be inspired, you know. So I guess, you know, me figuring out that sooner or later, you know. 
the the worst thing that could happen is me going backwards and being an old aunt. They want that old aunt back. So you feel like if you celebrate, yeah. you, you might lose your drive? Yes. Mm. Yes. You know, um, my boy Shaka, we used to... I used to ask him all the time. Shout out to Shaka. Shout out my boy. <laughs> I ain't yo. I ain't speak to him forever. I used to be like, yo, let's go get a drink. He'd be like, what we celebrating? What we celebrating? Being broke? You know what I'm saying? Sound like him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so um, yeah, it's just that. It's just that. Like, I, I wanted to make e- an even bigger impact. You got a Hennessy backpack? <laughs> That's my brother, uh, Weebag. Oh. Rest in peace I, to my brother. I thought, I was like, yo, they make Hennessy backpacks? She <laughs> 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 got the plug. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's why I'm so hard on myself. I mean, look around, man. I'm, I feel like my ideas are just so bigger than these. Yeah. These four walls. Yeah, you know? you're not you're not where you want to be. So why celebrate? Right, right. So okay. now I'll answer your question. Um, so I won't be rude. Um, does is success's enemy success? Ooh. Um. I mean, coming from your point of view, I my answer would be yes. Yeah. But I believe in celebrating the, the milestones because I think that is motivation. Mm-hmm. I want to keep celebrating. I want to keep feeling good. I want to keep, you know, reaching my goals. Mm-hmm. So if I celebrate this small milestone, I know I got another one coming. Right. I got another one coming. I'm right. going to reach that one and I got another one coming. Pop another bottle. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my outlook on it. I don't want to suppress the uh, gratitude for everything I've done because if I feel like I haven't done enough, that will push me backwards. So that's my outlook on it. It's crazy. You got anything to add? Yeah. I, well, I feel like I celebrate everything. Any, anything, you know, just like birthdays, whatever accomplishments, people got to raise, whatever. I celebrate it all. But for the question that you asked, I would say yes, it is because I feel like the people that when they become successful in our community or whatever, and if they go back to the community to show their success, it could be dangerous. Right. It could be dangerous. Mm. So being successful, you know, and trying to go back to where you're from and you had a high standard of success, that could be dangerous. Because for it's, you. it's envy and hatred right. and, and so jealousy. Right. So success there. is like yeah. it is, there's an enemy in success because of that. Mm. It, it's crazy. My doctor said, my heart doctor, he said. You know, to compare what we just talked about. He said that, you know, this is where people drive themselves crazy. They get on the diet and for about, like, two weeks. And then they just say, fuck the diet. And then start eating, uh-huh. going back to their old ways. He said, but if you could go, like, six days uh, uh, eating healthy, you could eat what you want on the seventh day. Right. And yeah. then go right back to eating healthy. That's, you know? how, that's how I live my life. You know what I'm saying? And go right back to it. So that's what I'm trying to incorporate with, you know. I mean, it works, though. If you if you stop thinking about what you don't have yeah. and focus on the yeah. bigger picture, it's not that hard. Right. So I eat, 
this week I ate salad every fucking day. Yeah. Come Friday, I said, bitch, bring me some cookies though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go. Enough is enough. Yo, but then But I, that's you celebrating. Yeah. But you doing your good but, or But no, but day. then she she was like, How many cookies you want? I said, make me four of them things, right? <laughs> Made four cookies, I ate the four cookies. I was like, damn, I feel bad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> why why why, why I eat four? Yep. Why did I eat four? I said, right, I'm gonna eat two next week. <laughs> Right. So I mean, like, but you know, it it transforms you if you don't overthink and you you know mm. you don't psych yourself out. That shit is possible. I I think also like this is like the year for me, for me personally, like to f- face traumas and fears. You've been running for a long time, brother. I have. All the conversations we done had about you doing better and you doing this, and you go right, you try it for one day, give it two days, maybe a day and a half, yeah. and then you right back. Yeah. So I'm trying to look for like the grassroots so I can pull it up and pull it out, okay. you know, and get you're rid of it. Right now, yeah. Yeah, the weeding. No, and but you're you're definitely doing so much better. Yeah. I mean, what I'm you've started before. Yeah. But like I said, you'll start and instantly stop because yeah. you're you were uncomfortable. But right now you're okay with being uncomfortable. You're okay with trying something new. You're okay with looking for growth, right? And stepping outside of your comfort zone, and it shows. Yeah. That's why understand. That's why your blessings are coming in, mm. and that's why you should be able to accept all the blessings that you're receiving because you're doing the work. Yeah. You deserve it. Yeah. And I just want to tell all the audience out there, like, you know what I'm saying? You have to do what's difficult, you know? Talk to the people that you have uh, been trying to avoid, you know? Uh, make the phone call. Make the phone call, uh, you know? Like, for me, for a long time, I had a, long, I had a problem with looking in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know? All of that stuff, all of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Not feeling secure enough and good enough. And now digging into the roots of those, you know, um, I wouldn't say it came from parenting, but, you know, on you guys, like, first or second episode, you guys was talking about, you know, not being nurtured and loved properly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my biggest thing is that, you know, life is long. You go through life and you have to, no matter what you've been through, you have to figure out how to have a good life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you get your heart broken, but it's still up to you to figure out how to be happy. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a choice. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's exactly where I'm at. And it's, it, it, it's difficult to have these conversations with my mom. Like, yo, mom. Why you put me in resource room? You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. Why you, why why you felt I wasn't smart enough and stuff like right. that? You know, and I guess and that'll help get me over the hump and right. stuff like that. Um, I'm just I'm happy that you have that opportunity to get those answers from your mom. I that podcast that you had with your mother, yeah, was my favorite. Ah man, because I will never get that. <laughs> I will never get that because I've I've tried to have those hard conversations and I've been yeah. cursed out and I've been ignored. Right. And you know, <laughs> it, 
I had to chuck it up. So I had to make not receiving <laughs> these answers work for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. At least your your mom was able to um, give you a couple answers and to help you and give you the push. Right. Helped you out. Right. Even my grandmother. Uh, I went over there yesterday. I like grandma. Why you used to beat us? She said y'all was bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she knew what to yeah. do. Call y'all the fuck down. Whoop your ass. That's, Yo. the, that's yeah. the answer. I think that's the answer you gonna get. <laughs> she don't got no time to say nothing. Does it? Your ass is bad. Yo. So getting to you guys' podcast, what made you like? For a long time, we've been discussing the podcast doing a podcast yeah. so what made y'all come together first and then actually make it happen because for people who don't know it's a long process sometimes you say it and then you wake up and you don't feel you don't it's, it's you like know? going to the gym right right it, it's the same thing like you know people see podcasts or listen to podcasts and think it's easy but uh <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> so A Smith reality. Like just take us through the journey how it was created. I always I wanted to do a podcast. Um I didn't know with who or if it, if I was gonna be by myself. But at the time my cousin had started doing a podcast with a group of his friends or whatever. So I was just supporting him on that, being there, help setting up, you know, just being there, making sure everything was good. So I was kind of just gonna put my podcast on the back burner. Or whatever. I always wanted to do radio or something. I thought, at least I thought that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. Um, but wasn't really worrying about it. When I felt like I wanted to do the podcast, well, actually, let me not skip her favorite part. Dells came to me a few years and asked me about doing a podcast. But like I just said, my cousin and them was doing a podcast. So I told Nell, I, Nell's, I felt like it was a conflict of interest at the time. Yeah. So I felt like, yo, I'm helping them out or whatever, whatever ideas or whatever. I'm going that route. And I wasn't thinking about myself. So when she asked me, I shut her down. Like, you know, I'm already a part of something, not in, in the front of the screen, but behind the scenes, a part of a podcast. So I left it alone. And um, one day I woke up and I was like, yo, I think I want to do the podcast with Nels or whatever. But I was, gave so many excuses, like. Last time I saw Nels, you know, she had just lost her brother. So I was like, Nels is probably not going to be up for it. She was in school. And in my head, I made all the excuses for Nels. In my head, I made all the excuses for Nels. So I was like, well, she just lost her brother. She's grieving. She, she go to school and she's running her own business. There's no way she's going to have time to do a podcast with me. And I was driving to work because I had that dream. I just woke up and that's what I wanted to do. Later on in the afternoon, while I'm at lunch, Nails hit me up asking me information about podcast, a podcast host. Do I know a podcast host? I didn't even know what a podcast host was, but I hit her back like, what are you, why are you texting me about podcasts? Like, what the hell? And when I reached back out to her and we just got on the same page and it just happened. We, we made a meeting date. We was on the phone for like an hour and we set a meeting date. And we met that day. Like, the meeting date wasn't even coming up soon. It was like a month and a half, so we could have just... came quick. We could have just flopped. We could have whatever, but we met that date, and... The right side of our brains were working. Yeah, <laughs> it was working. But at the time, as I always tell Nels, like, I think in the past, when, when we thought we was ready, we weren't. We weren't. Personally, with things that was going on in life. Right. We weren't ready. So it probably wouldn't have worked. I don't know. But I think at that time, in the space that I was in, 
even though I thought it was just because I was doing a podcast with my cousin and them, it could have been personal life things that was going on that I wouldn't have been able to give Nels all the attention and love and just be myself probably on camera. Wow, wow. So what, what makes it work between you guys? Shit, con conversations and being open and, you know, you have to have those hard conversations. They are so important to set the foundation in any relationship, friendship, romantically, business-wise. You have to have the conversations where you're speaking your mind and you're saying exactly what you want. Your partner says what they want, and then you figure a way to mesh it and make it work together. It's not I'm making all the decisions. It's not her making all the decisions. We're working cohesively. And I think it worked because we wanted to do the same thing. We want to have a message out there to the people. We want to inspire people. Mm -hmm. Like we're on, this, on that same page of what we want the podcast to be about. Right. So it, it worked that way, having people coming on there telling their stories, us telling our own stories, you know, and hope mm -hmm. to inspire someone else. Yeah, we, we have the same, the same picture, the bigger picture. Yeah. Even it might be different colors, but co collectively it's the same, you know? Is, is that like the end, end game? Is that like what you want out of the podcast to inspire people? To inspire people, to help people, you know, deal with their traumas, to teach people how to even start that process. Yeah. Because um, my experience, I, I have a plethora of different traumas. So. Plethora. <laughs> <laughs> Big word now, Strapper. Why I learn words like a motherfucker just going what? to the podcast. Why we do that though? Why we do that though? We be like, yeah, I think it's precipitating outside. Because <laughs> that just put a stamp on it that you dead ass. <laughs> Yo, that was the emphasis of plethora. So, so you know, I got a lot of shit going on in my brain. So you know, like I said, I have a, a lot of trauma that I learned to uh, face head on the past few years and I wanted to help other people do the same thing because I didn't have any guidance. Right. I didn't have anyone mm -hmm. telling me, oh, you know, if you want to be successful, you still have to deal with the demons that hide in your brain and in your emotions before you're able to move forward. You still have to, you know, speak to the, the inner you, the, the child in you. You have to heal the child. You have to do all this work before you can do exactly what you want to do. I didn't have any of that. So if I can, you know, guide 20-year-olds, 15-year-olds, because I needed guidance when I was 14, mm -hmm. 15, and up. So I, I feel like I didn't start figuring it out until I was 30. If I can help a 20-year-old figure it out while they're 25, I think I'm doing the right thing. Mm. Because mm. I think I would be I would be so much further in life right now right. if I had guidance. Right, right. But you know what's so dope about the podcast, though? Allowing the people to come up there and tell their story. Yeah. Who never told their story before or didn't even know that people really tell this stuff to get it out. And uh, to allow right. them to come up there to share their story is the best part of it. Because yeah. no one really knows what you're going through mm. until you open right. your mouth and say it. So... And then they don't tell it till they get the success or the fame. 
Then they'd be like, or let me death. tell a story. You well, don't hear their, their story until they, they're dead. Right. Mm. And I didn't want that for myself. Right. Because it's, honestly, for me, I feel like there's been so many instances where I should not have made it. <laughs> but I did. Right. So I got to do something with this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? And y'all could disagree if y'all want. But I was thinking about that growing up, how your love is what you become. Yeah. And I give you an example. Like, my parents didn't love me like, like, you know, son, I like how you see on TV. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, the music don't slow down when they talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> the credits don't come up. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. But my, my parents loved in a protective way. You know, don't mess with my son. You know, like like I would compare it to like a mama bear in the cubs. Tough, tough love. Yeah. yeah. And then look, I grew up I grew up with that sense of protection, right? And then became a security guard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You mm. <laughs> became a bouncer and stuff right. like that. Because that's all I knew is that protect. how to protect. <laughs> So I, <laughs> I became a gangbanger. So <laughs> that means I was getting my ass beat, right? <laughs> now, 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 all you do is gangster shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> gangster. Yo, yeah, yeah, but I had a lot of tough love, and I'm I'm very aggressive when I speak, and you know I could be calm, and someone would think I'm, you know, trying to be confrontational, and I'm just like, you ain't seen confrontational. Right. I I could get there. So, yeah, that, it makes sense. Yeah, I always pondered that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, that, that makes but a lot of sense. But how much love, like, how much is enough love? Mm. To, you know what I'm saying? Because we see kids that go through, right, teenage age yeah. and all of that, and you could have the parent really showing them love, but some teenagers, and we don't know really where it comes from. If, if, if I loved you enough, so that you won't be an out-of-control teenager. But right. it's all about like, a conversation because teenagers, they have a mind of their own. Right. So I'm going to speak from my point of view. When I was growing up, and when I, especially when I was 14 and 15, if my mother would have had conversations with me, it's a lot of things that I wouldn't have done. There's a lot of things that could have been prevented with just a conversation. So now if she's angry about something... Instead of telling me she's angry about it, I ask her a question. She blows up on me and then wants to beat me and tell me to go to my room. I'm on punishment. Instead of telling me, look, give me some time to myself. I am going through something. I'll come to you when I am ready. Right. That would have changed so much. Because I'm like, damn, she hates me. Right. You know? No, but should crazy. the conversation have started at 7? Right? Yeah, right. It should have started. Yeah. It needs to start early so that it, it the 13-year-old don't be out of control. But then when you, you ask feel me, like, I feel like she never loved me. Mm. And that's my reality, though. Like, even if she feels like she did her best, I felt like she never fucked with me. You think it's like, uh, you know, we all, like, have to find the right combinations to, you know what I'm saying? Like, people say, okay, we're related, or you're my daughter, or you're my son, or you're my brother. I love you, you know? But don't take the time to find out, like, the right uh, method of love. You know, I 
like the D.L. Hughley story. You know, he says when he was young, he asked the way men were brought up when he was young. He'd be like, Dad, do you love me? And his dad would be like, motherfucker, you ate, right? You know what I'm saying? And it could have just been, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then so now as him as an adult, when he's traveling doing comedy, his son is like, hey, dad, uh, if you stay home, I can get a job so we can spend more time together. And he look his son dead in the face, says, son, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how he learned to, you know, reply. <laughs> you know, right, right. Exactly, so. Yeah, that, you definitely become, like, you, no matter how hard you try not to, you become your parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I never, I never wanted to be my parents. <laughs> and then I, I became so angry because she was angry. I became but such a mean person. But you never know when you have a little nails that could like it's not gonna happen, guys. Switch it up. That but could no, switch no. It up. So in my because you know I'm writing, a, I'm writing a book, that right? Could switch it up. In my book, mm-hmm. I I like I write to my mother and I'm I tell her um, I can't wait to be blessed with mm-hmm. a child so I can teach you how to be a mother mm-hmm. because I I want to show her. Because me trying to tell her over the years what I needed from her hasn't gotten me anywhere. So if I have a kid and I show you my parenting, even though I'm not going to have everything right. Right. You know, but I want to show her, like, maybe you could have did a little more. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I say how much love is enough love. It depends on the individual. you love on the kid and then you have expectations that the kid is going to be... This way because you felt like you gave all your love. Right, but sometimes your best isn't good enough. So when the kid gets of age where they can speak and, you know, express themselves, that's when you start having conversations. So you know what that child needs individually. You can't love each of your kids the same and expect them to embrace you all the same. They're, right. they're not going to all feel that. Right. Some, and they're all some be needs different. more attention. Yeah. I didn't need that yeah. much attention. I just needed they a little bit of conversation different. and a hug every year. Right, right. I ain't even get that. Right. You know what I mean? I asked my mom, do you know why she didn't hug us when she was younger? And she said because one time she tried to hug her mom and her mom didn't hug her back. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I see and, that happen. You, you know? Yeah, but I just I just want to cut all that shit short. I want to cut the also, generational curses. Also, it's not even their fault. It's because they can't give you what they don't have. That's that's understandable, but that doesn't stop me from hurting because for sure, <laughs> for sure, it don't. Like like I give you an example. My uncle, my grandmother, right? She dropped out uh, a high. She dropped out probably like in the eighth grade, right? So now raising him, she's telling him that, listen, you could ask to work at the store and try to be a manager. And he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yo, I'm going to go to college and be, you know what I'm saying, a psychologist. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to, for her, that was her ceiling. Right. You know what I'm saying? Working to be somebody's supervisor, right. somebody manager. That was her climbing the ladder. Exactly. Right. But him. It was but you see, he didn't allow Jayla. what she did to dictate his right. life. Right. And that, that's that's my point in um, wanting to do the podcast and wanting to write my book. And my family, we go through, go through things. It could be some real traumatic shit. 
nobody talks about it. Mm. Mm. So me speaking, me having a podcast is really making niggas turn in their grave before they even die. Right. They tight. Or they could rest in peace while they alive. Hello. That's what that's what I'm here for. Right. That's what I'm doing for myself. I don't want to take all this to my grave. If I can't be happy on earth, I'm going to be happy in the afterlife. Right. I'm not, just because you don't want to, you know, deal with your traumas and you don't want to grow, don't mean I'm going to stay stagnant. Mm. I got a lot of shit to prove. So, all of that, I, I, I understand, you know, parents and past generations, they went through things and they, they weren't taught things. Neither was I. Right. But I'm making the choice to figure it out. I'm making the choice to want better for myself. I'm making a choice to teach yes. other people that <laughs> they don't have to be that. Right. And no matter what age you are, you can start working on yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you can work on the trauma. 80 years old, right. work on your trauma. Live out your, your last days happily. It's up to you. It's up to yeah. you. It's, it's a choice. It's up to you. So, A. Smith. What's up? What's your biggest lesson in life? Um, be selfish. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. That's real. I've been telling people that. It's not like the be selfish. It's a life be selfish. Like, put yourself first. Mm-hmm. Put yourself first. You can lose yourself by trying to continuously help someone that's mm-hmm. not helping their self. And you just lost yourself. Mm. Be selfish. Help yourself. And that's go back to what Nell said. A lot of people allow that past trauma to take care to to take over their whole entire future. Mm-hmm. You self-destructing yourself. That happened in the past. And if you continue to live like that, and then they go and have kids and continue to do shit like they mother did. Bring them kids or they into that trauma. Did, bring their kid into that trauma without properly heal healing. Mm-hmm. So that 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 is a a form of being selfish, but they didn't take care of self. You got to be selfish and take care of self. Because I heard someone say, though, um, about the kids when they was like, they got to put they self before their kids because if I don't put myself before my kids, how am I going to take care of my kids if my right. self not mm-hmm. right? My father says that. You know what I'm saying? As a drug dealer, he was saying that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Putting self right. But I think when we grow up, and we start learning and we start going through the trauma as an adult, that adult trauma, which is friendships, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relationships. That's adult trauma. Right. When you start getting other people in your life, that, that relationship shit is trauma. That also makes you reflect on yourself right. too. That's why I use that you, as you, being you my have number to, one answer. But you have Be to selfish. go through you have to go through experiences and sometimes, you know, real bad traumas to be like, shit. Does it have to be this way? Mm. Or 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 is there more? But, yeah, like you said, you have to go through it. But, like, I remember growing up in the projects, and our idols was the drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? We see them. They got all the girls, yep. nice cars, all the clothes. And mm-hmm. they was cool. They was like the Bruce Willis of the 90s. Always had some smooth shit to say, right? And I was like, all right, I'm in school after school, get a job, go to college and stuff like that. And when that stuff ain't work out, I'm like, plan B. Right. <laughs> Let me do what Give I got to do. <laughs> I knew I should have went that route. <laughs> and it was it was it was cool. The it was quick money. It was quick money, but it was affecting everything else else around me. 
you know, friends. You only had friends because of the drugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Without mm-hmm. the drugs, the mm-hmm. there, there wouldn't be friends. The money. Right. You know, um, my mom, you know, especially she was like, like NYPD, basically, you know. And, and That's the worst job they had. Yeah, my, my mom pulled out the cuffs on me. <laughs> like, yo, I, I will collar you. <laughs> I will get this collar. I'm, I'm short this one, too. Right? <laughs> gotta meet that quota. <laughs> son or no son. Gotta do what I gotta do. Get this money. And, you know, but ultimately, it's like, it's breaking her heart and stuff like that. So, so it was just like, do I want to stay in this world or, you know, go to this other world where, you know, my mom would be happy, you know, he got a right. job, this and that, that and this. Some people, moms be down with it. Right. And that's adult trauma. D- Yo. <laughs> Being down with it, knowing the consequences, and you, you down with it. <laughs> Me and my boy, we <laughs> used to smoke weed with his mama, and we was like... 16, something like, like that. I used to smoke with my dad, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, listen. <laughs> you know, so when you're born into something, you think that's the norm. Right. So if you grow up and your your mom's is smoking in front of you, then when you get a certain age, she starts smoking with you, too. <laughs> right. When you go around other people and they're not smoking with their their parents, you like, what the fuck wrong with y'all? It's like <laughs> it's like the stereotype where where the the white people curse their parents out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, oh hell God. no. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I can't try no shit like that. <laughs> you went too far. Right now, I gotta get the fuck out of here. But, so yeah, be selfish. Fuck that. Be selfish. Somebody, somebody said you got to be stingy with your happiness. Yeah, it has to be. People stingy. will suck you dry, boy. Right. They what, will what drain you. Say, Nelly? you. Clear the clear the fucking clutter. clutter. Don't bleep me. Clear the clutter. <laughs> that shit was dope. Yo, that's clear what the clutter. That's, that shit was dope. That's what I'm gonna name the podcast. Clear, clear the, the clutter. clutter. Yeah, I that's thought, fire. Like when, when her saying it. Yeah. She probably said it when I had that phone call with her about let's finally do the podcast. Mm-hmm. You start to feel it. <laughs> and you start to understand it more that the clear cutter is a real thing. Right. It's a real thing when you start to see that things start to happen to you in life that you never thought could happen before in a positive way. And you be like, what the fuck yeah, when, was blocking me? When I right. said, when right. I said right. it to her originally, she, she heard me, but she didn't hear right. me. But when, it was, when I was living it, the clutter was cleared, and so now I'm living. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I understand what you were saying. So now, yeah, that's good. Clear the clutter. You're right. Mm-hmm. I know I could be annoying, it's proof and I, I push, I push, I push, I push, but I mean, well. But like you said before, you see the outside picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way better than we see. Yeah, when you're in the picture. Right. I mean, yo, I, I push people to, to be the best them, and I be in a motherfucking gutter somewhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> drowning in my own tears. And that's crazy that I think that really is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Yo, like even you can push somebody to, and motivate them and be a fucked up but you know, I be, a fucked up is, position. That's me all the time. What what's better is, you know, as a saying, it goes, uh, your your obedience is connected to someone else's destiny. Wow. 
your obedience. I love all your sayings, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sayings yeah. is, is, is really powerful. <laughs> yeah. he, he quotes a lot of sayings people. are are powerful because that you you be like, oh shit. And sometimes I gotta remind myself, like when I just said it, I'm like, yo, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You got you got a, a bunch of people behind you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not just about you. You know some shit I tried before, and I never even like really went through with it. I'll now that I'm speaking about it, I'll try to go back to it. When I, I get calls all the time for people when they going through something. I know. I see my phone ring. I already know what they calling for. They going through some shit. Mm. So, a couple people that called me one, you know, a few times. I said, let me record this conversation because I know I'm gonna say some shit that I need to hear. Mm-hmm. So let me play that it back for myself later style. on. And I, I've recorded conversations and never went back to them. Mm. Yep, that's crazy because it's not even you. Like, like uh, I was talking to my cousin on Friday, and he's just going through it with his shorty, and he did 10 years in prison, so he feel like he got to catch up to everything and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, I just started talking to him, and I realized it wasn't me that was talking to him. It was like a higher being. I say that all Giving the, the message to me, giving the message to me to mm-hmm. give to him. Wow. Because I'm like, yo, I don't even talk like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I say I'm like, when I, that's why I started recording the conversations because I feel like I'm the vessel. Right. And I always say to somebody, I don't know who it is speaking to you right now, but I feel like I need to say this to you right. no matter how weird it sounds. And they'd be like, oh my God, I needed to hear that. And then it should have disappeared. But like, damn, what yeah. I said? Yo, what that, did I say? That, I want to write that shit down. That's crazy. Everybody go through that. Yo, you could you could look at the worst uh, people in the that's in the worst circumstances. You know, on drugs, hooked on prostitution and stuff like and they that. Got some and, good shit to say, and not even just good shit to say, but it a, something to hit them, right? And it would be like it'd be like like a high on a, on the highest spiritual level. And then they'll snap right out of it. And they'll snap right out of it and go back to doing drugs. Yeah. And this yeah, and that, that right. and this. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. That shit really is a sickness, though. Yeah. Like, addiction is a sickness. Yeah. Any form of addiction. Yeah, like, Any even form. with social media, yep. drugs, alcohol, food, yes. Porn. Yeah, no, for yeah. Yeah. I think food is a big a big addiction for everyone. Yeah. yeah. That's for why I've been everyone. eating salad all week. It's so hard. <laughs> and then when, when you get tired of salad, what you gonna I, do? Bro, I got an answer. Stop eating. And I'll be, that's why I get the because, migraine. Because I'll be like, oh my God. Like, I, I stop eating meat, right? Yeah. So now, with me stopping eating meat, I barely eat seafood now. Damn. So, I, like I said, I ate salad all week. But then I made these, um, I got tired of salad. And I made these like veggie tacos. Got tired of that shit. I'm like, fuck food. But I'm, right, I'm hungry. It's, it's like you start running out of ideas. Yeah, and I, I got frustrated. Right? And then you don't have the meat yeah. that you used to eat. But so. I'm not even craving that no more, That's honestly. Good. That's great. Yo, I went to the store. I'm like, yeah. It was like, the guy was like, you haven't ordered sandwiches in a long time. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to cut out the bread. He was like, yo, I got the perfect diet for you. He like, I'm like, I'm all ears. I'm like, what's up? He was like, just close your mouth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just close your mouth. That's it. 
Die of starvation. No, for real. That's the hardest fucking part. I think like, what the fuck? I just, I be hungry though, and I be like, damn, so I like, I'm not trying to starve myself, but I just have no desire. And then it's also environment too. Like if I go downstairs, it's easy to get like a big fat Philly cheese steak. But I, thankfully for me, I don't, I don't eat that type of stuff. Right. I have, I haven't like had fast food in years. And that was just a choice because it became nasty to me. Right, right. No, honestly, with culinary school, yeah, culinary school changed my whole mindset. And I, I graduated culinary school in, like, 2015. Yeah. So since then, like, everything I learned there, I was like, I ain't eating that shit. Yo, let me tell y'all something. Um, so, so I went to BJ's. BJ's changed my life. BJ's oh, changed. Shit. I've never been there before in my life and stuff like that. Where? Nah. So I got like a month's worth of food. So this is like the first time in my life where I'm like in the kitchen every day consistently, right? Making meal, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh man, taking it to work. You know what I'm saying? And not eating outside stuff. The first outside food I ate. I was like, yo, I could taste like every yeah. crystal of salt and uh-huh. stuff like that. I'm like, damn, this is so messed up. But you yeah. see how this separates yeah. you from when you would try to, you know, improve yourself yeah. and only stick to it for a day or two. Yeah. And now that you're sticking to it, you see the difference between the things you're eating. That's growth. Right, right. And the finances is crazy. Yeah. Yo, this shit said- expensive. They just say I saved like three hundred and fifty dollars in yeah. one week. In mm-hmm. one week, I'm like, damn! I didn't even. You don't even know that yeah. you're going that hard. Yeah, because you, like when you that. want it, you like, fuck it. I'm gonna get it. It's quick. It's uh, easy. Uh, like I you said, could be running on. As soon as you think about it, you you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see all those fast food commercials. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go get me some of that later. Ba da ba ba da. Like yeah, it's been a minute. Since <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yo. So Jay Nels, what do you fear most? I fear. I mean, at this point, I really don't have an answer because the only thing I did fear was becoming my parents. Mm. Okay. Um, but I'm I know I'm not where I, I want to be or where I can be, but I'm not where I was. Right. So um yeah. I'm I'm working on myself. Um my everyday life I do fear water bugs, but that's probably about <laughs> it. <laughs> I I kill myself by accident if I see a water bug. Ah shit. So <laughs> But not like spiritual. I don't really. I, I've come to a place where I just live my life. It is what it is. It's either I'm gonna make it work for me, or I'm gonna make. It, I'm gonna let it take over me. So I, I fear. I could say I fear being stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I fear being stagnant, and you know, not living in my fullest potential. If I had to answer it. What about you? I'm gonna agree with now. It's like I feel like, I feel like what we're doing. I want it to continue. I want it to grow, and I feel like if I stop that, I failed. So that's the fear of actually failing something good. 
Like, I don't know. I just feel like I want to just... But like fail, failure is not doing it. It's fail. I don't consider failing... You know, you want to start a business, start the business, and it doesn't work out. That's right. not failing to me. Right. Failing is not even starting, starting the business. At all. You have a thought, but you don't put any effort into it. That's mm-hmm. failing. So since y'all are both fearless, <laughs> how do you deal with disappointment? You know, I curse myself out for a couple hours. I might lay in the bed for an extra 10 minutes that turn into five hours. <laughs> you know, beat myself up. Definitely beat myself up. Tell I myself just, I'm I stupid. I can't and take then it. I'll be like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go, while I'm crying, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> I can't take it. I'll be stressed out. Have headaches. Get myself sick. Like, I really just can't now, take it. I, I have a. I can't take it. I, I give myself a time frame. Right. You got two more hours. Two more <laughs> hours, and you better be, you better be up out of it. <laughs> Gotta, you gotta threaten yourself sometimes. I can't take it. I, can't take Yo, it. I go weak. There's a way that knocks me out. That's, that sounds like me. I'd be like, all right, after this weekend, I'm gonna go vegan. <laughs> 20 years later, I'm yeah. like, after this weekend, I'm gonna <laughs> go vegan. It did, it did, first of all, why don't we do, why we can't just say the next day? I don't want right. to be like, you know what? No, that's what I started it's Friday. doing. Friday. I'm gonna start off Monday, Monday right. to be vegan. Right. It, <laughs> I stopped doing Four that. Four years later. <laughs> when I have the thought, I say, all right, fuck. I already fucked up today. Tomorrow is the day. Yeah. I never choose tomorrow. From tomorrow, <laughs> I went to the time is now. Right. So, all right, I ate. So, if, when I, I've been stopping the, the meat shit for years. I'll stop for a year. That ball drop, I'm eating meat again. <laughs> so, <laughs> but now, at this point, like, I, I feel different than when I did before when I was, you know, stopping it because I've been wanting to stop it. But this time when I stopped, I don't even, I don't crave anything. I usually go right back to chicken and waffles. I saw chicken and waffles like five times. I didn't even want it. I didn't even want it, you know? Right. So, I went from, I'm going to start Monday to I'm going to start tomorrow to I'm, the time is now. Do you eat like the, um, the Biami Impossible meat and stuff? Um, I don't really, I don't really mess with, I, I make chicken. my own veggie burgers. I don't really mm-hmm. eat, um, like substitute meat. I could make it, you know. I went to culinary school. I know how to do all of that, but I don't really mess with that. I, I eat what they call it, eat clean, just vegetables and shit like that. Nice. Rice. I, I'm not really a rice and pasta person. You see, I'm, I just be starving. Nah. Yeah. I, I, eat, I eat well, though. You, you just have start to... start drinking your food. No, I do. I do. I, I do the green juices. Um, I went and got a, a colonics. That was different. That's when they put the vacuum in your butt? Yeah, and they shoot the, the water up your booty. Yeah. It, it, listen, all over the place. Yo, coming from the projects, you don't know about stuff like this, right? Yeah. But I did it, and I felt so clean the next day. I was like, wow, I got a new booty. Let I me do some do squats. <laughs> it, but no, it, it cleaned so much. But imagine, like, every time you use the bathroom, a piece of that is still in you. Damn. Think about that. And you go every day. So, and this is years worth of shit just piled up, like trauma. So you have to take care of your, your insides too, for real. All the McDonald's, <laughs> the Burger that, King, so that's, that's trauma that, to your body. Yeah, it is. So now, is. I said, so I'm working on myself spiritually. Let me try to get my body together too. Like, you know, inside, not even the outside. Right, because beef sit up in us like 30 days, right? 
I mean, but I don't really eat that. No, I'm just saying, I think it too. And then pork is even worse. Yeah. So, I said, let me, because I I got to a place where I'm like real, I feel real confident in my spiritual self. So, let me now work on my, my inner health. And that's why I wanted to do the colonics. And I really did feel a difference. Because I, I will usually feel super bloated. And then the next, like, I was still messed up that day. But the next day, I felt so much better. I stopped the beef and the pork. I think it helps, it helped me mentally, too. But I cannot get rid of that chicken. Nah. I can't get rid of that chicken. I mean, when you, when you, like I said, that when you, is you grow up, <laughs> that's all we got. When you you <laughs> grow up, you learn something. That's you think curry, you need it. Barbecue. <laughs> never go hungry. <laughs> motherfucker, grill it. Right. All of that. So Air fryer. Yeah, that's what really um keeps me in the in that aisle is the chicken though. But the like you said from in our past, it goes back. Yeah. Women family or whatever, everybody, every meat, everything. You yeah. Eat pork, you eating beef, you eating every goddamn thing they got out there. Yo, after I um, graduated culinary school, I went and I started working with NYCHA, um, junior high schoolers, which are the reason I do not work with children anymore. But, um, <laughs> fucking, oh my God, them kids are so bad. They got trauma. Oh, Lord. So now, you know, I would teach them health and nutrition and... I would be able to take a couple kids with me shopping for the food and I would buy fresh produce. These kids did not know vegetables didn't come in a can. <laughs> I'm like, damn, son. But then I thought back to me, like when I started culinary school, I saw certain things like, oh, shoot. Wow, but I ain't say nothing because I didn't want to be embarrassed. You know, I'm the only project kid in there probably, but... Um, I, I was just like, damn. And I thought about when I was a kid in the projects, all my food was um, frozen, the TV dinners, or in right. a can in the cabinet. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, fresh, even fresh, collard greens. Cook it, up. cook it up. You got to cook it up fresh. You only have fresh collard greens for one day in November. You ain't, <laughs> I ain't never saw fresh collard greens outside of that one day. You doing it with lettuce? Listen. <laughs> yo. <laughs> So, what are you guys most thankful for? I am thankful for my ability to want more for myself. I don't know where it comes from, because why wouldn't I just do exactly what my mother wanted me to do? You know, stay where she is mentally. I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to push through for, for my resilience. I'm tired of being strong, but I'm grateful for it. Nah, stay strong. Nah, stay I, strong. When, I, when I say that, I'm just tired of struggling. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of being in pain, you know? But I'm grateful that I am able to push through. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful to still, you know, be on this earth just to continue to do what I want, when I want, how I want, with, and with the support of others. I'm thankful for that. Preach. I'm going to save this for Thanksgiving. Y'all just press play. <laughs> Word. Because I hate answering that. Everyone go around the table say what you think. Like, what? Word. Like, so, y'all, well, you, oh, let me say something. 
for Thanksgiving. That is a family thing, right? Right. But in my head, I'd be like, but y'all don't even talk on a regular day. So why you want me to they voice eat. what I feel now? They gotta eat. <laughs> they gotta eat. They coming around to eat. We cousins. Like, we, what? Uncle, auntie. Pull up. But that's crazy because when I was growing up, you know, when my parents were together before they divorced, we had to sit all sit at the table and eat every day. And then, oh, you, okay. and then when we got older, we everybody eating in the room with the door closed. Yeah, yo, yeah, you know, and that's saying? the norm. Like, but <laughs> as an adult, I, you know, you meet people and you see how everybody else live, and I'm like, yo, y'all eat dinner together, right? I honestly, I've never sat at the table and ate with my family unless it was Thanksgiving. It was a short period of time for me. You know, we couldn't touch the juice until we ate our whole plate yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I never had no rules and regulations. It's <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, probably been eating in the room since like six. Yeah, yeah, watching like, TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never like, had no regulations. I, I wish I, I had those dinners. And, that's you why know. I'm surprised I be so on people like the kids because I had no rules and regulations. But that's really probably why free. you do. I was just really free spirit to do whatever. Cause you, I didn't have to get up and leave my house to cut school. I could just cut school in my house. Like I, I started to think that was stupid that kids were doing that, but I see that you know they had to do they that. They had to, but I, they had I, structure. I, at I home. went to do that one time and got caught. But I'm like, why did I do that? Because I could literally stay yeah. at home and cut. Like what the hell? But I'm so against that. Like little cousin, like cutting school. Da, 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 so on them. But that's because you didn't have the structure. But right, because you you know you probably wanted that structure too. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm thinking about it now. You need to be when you're young. You need to be told what to do so you can tell somebody else what to do. Yeah. Nah. I was free. Free really to do whatever. (laughs) All right. So winding down. Last question. Right. Uh. I forgot how it go, Jay. He's he trying to get payback from all the questions, the questions I asked him yesterday. <laughs> this is good. This is good. <laughs> so this is your last day on earth. Ah, <laughs> he got me back. <laughs> all you have is a pen because all your accolades and accomplishments are erased. What would your last statement be that you would leave in the world if this was your last day? How long can it be? <laughs> it could be super long. Um, my last statement would be live for yourself. Yeah. Live your best life. Put yourself first. Clear the fucking clutter. Clear the clutter. Clear the fucking clutter. And no one will love you the way you love you. Mm. Mm. And lastly, face your traumas. So that you can grow. She took too many of the answers. I want to drop the mic. Fear. Hurry up. That's not fair. <laughs> she took too many of the answers. <laughs> but like I said, be selfish. Take care of yourself. Learn to love yourself. Love on your kids. Um, parents, like love on your kids. If you're going to bring them in this world, love on them, guide them, and teach them also how to be selfish and take care of themselves and Cut all that bad eating out because that's killing us. So when you start giving to your kid at a young age and they continue it for years and years and years and years, like, cut that shit out. Let's learn how to eat. Like, I know you tired after work, but McDonald's ain't it. 
McDonald's and oodles and oodles and noodles is not food. it. Yep, not nah. sodium and oodles and noodles is terrible. Like we were, we were. That shit stays in your stomach. Yo, we were getting killed. But every time <laughs> I see somebody eat the cup of oodles and noodles, it's always a skinny person. That's skinny. Don't mean healthy. That's true too. Skinny does not mean healthy. That's true. And too. not to put her business out there, but one of my family members is skinniest in the family, and she always says she never needs to go to the doctor, and she almost died in the house. Damn. Mm-hmm. So take care of yourself, people. All right. You can find us at RLRV Podcast on all streaming platforms. Our podcast is available on YouTube. Spotify, Amazon Music, um, Apple Podcasts, Simplecast, Simplecast, anywhere you want to listen, we got it for you. Tune in, tune, tune in. in, like, share, subscribe, follow this podcast and ours. Where they can find me, J Labs? <laughs> they can in find diggity. you <laughs> at Fantastic and Only Improvement on all um, social media. www.fantasticandonlyimproving.com Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us on here. We appreciate you. He's a celebrity. I've been around him twice already. I'm definitely getting my autograph in the future. I don't give a fuck. That's on everything. When I come and I want my shit signed, I'm ready. You want to sell it? <laughs>